Uh, we're giving out a show. You want to do a show? Yeah, let's do a show. All right. We will do a show as soon as I figure out what I just did with the music. So there it is. There's our oh, music. Oh, yeah. Don't play the... It's okay. showtime, buddy. Showtime. Ah, it feels so good. Oh, man. Wow. Is there an actual Hollywood hotel, or is that what people consider the Roosevelt? Uh, actually, the, the Hollywood Hotel was what they called the Hotel on Vermont and Santa Monica. The Ramada Inn? Yeah, that used to be called the Hollywood Hotel. Well, more recently or back in the day? I guess back in the day, but even when it was a Ramada, people would call it the Hollywood Hotel. We may have already covered this before, but I thought that that place used to be a hospital, and where we used to do comedy down in the basement was an, a morgue. That is what I was told. And that W.C. Well Fields died there or something. Well, it's called the W.C. Fields Bar downstairs. It is. Because <laughs> he's dead. There. I don't know. That's interesting. I, did, I hadn't heard that other stuff about it being a morgue. I wish we had like computers to research things. It's. I mean, all we have is notebooks. Yeah. Pencils. Yeah. Pencils and paper. Put your pencils down. Papers. What is it? No. Uh, pencils down. Papers forward. Is that what it was? When a test was done? Uh, That's, was that the was that the statement? Just go ahead and mark an F on there yourself. And, <laughs> Is that what uh, your teacher would say while <laughs> yeah. looking at you? Yes. What was the teacher's name from Fast Times at Ridgemont High? Mr. Mr. Hand. Mr. Hand. Yeah. Are you going to introduce the show? Oh yeah! Welcome to Hollywood Anonymous. I am Brian Irwin. I'm John it's, Huck. It's been a while. Uh, Hallelujah. Uh, I, I want. <laughs> I, I'm curious to know if the listeners can feel the different vibe because, like. Um, you're What's what, the vibe? Did you ever? Well, we're doing the show at night, which we don't usually do, right? Yeah. Well, it's not technically night yet, but it's well, definitely. Well, the sun is going down. It's my. It's one of it's okay. my favorite part of the day. All right, you're an owl. Got right. it. Right, but uh, did you ever watch WKRP? I did in Cincinnati, yeah. but I don't. Ha- I'm not the memory guy. I'm not okay. like Keen or you guys, where you guys remember everything. Ever. Well, I, I mean, I watched every episode of that show. I right. loved it. But uh, there for was, those who don't know what we're talking about, just just Google it and on YouTube. And, WKRP uh, and yeah, just search on YouTube, and you'll it'll be there. Actually, the episodes are on YouTube. Go yeah, ahead. yeah. It's uh, it was a great show about a radio station in Cincinnati. WKRP. And- okay, but uh, <laughs> but Johnny Fever did the morning or the afternoon shift or whatever, and then. Uh, Venus Flytrap did the the all night shift. He was uh-huh. he was on all night, and he was like this really smooth, laid back. He was like, ooh, I don't, I forget what he called his show, but it was like, I don't know, but it was real smooth and, and had uh, mellow tunes. It was very funny. Venus Flytrap. That's, that's kind of what I feel. That was Gordon Jump played Venus. No, no, Gordon Jump. Gordon Jump was the uh, was, news guy, wasn't he? No, Gordon Jump was Mr. Carlson. Mr. Who, Carlson, the, uh, who was also the molester from the Different Strokes episode. <laughs> Yeah, he was the guy who was like, come on back to my bike shop, take your shirts off, watch these mouse uh, cartoons. A very special episode. Oh, man, was it ever. A vi- well, yeah, I mean, technically, that's back when they used to, they do they even market special episodes anymore? Do they every, ever do? Every episode is special now, Brian. Is that what it is? Every I know that on has- CNN, everything is breaking news. I actually thought it was a joke at first when, when I would listen to, I, you know, um, I, w- I would turn on CNN every once in a while just to kind of see what's going on, and I swear to you, Everything, whatever segment it was they were talking about at the moment, they called it breaking news. So there, there, so is there? There apparently they, is no news. Well, if they're There's only breaking, if they're breaking the news to you, then yeah, that's breaking. That's news. in theory, and I think that's what they were. Um, that's what they were thinking, right? Yeah, and, and just be be as literal as possible. Heck, everything is breaking news. Right. Let me see if I'm trying to find uh, the WKRP theme song for you. Ooh, because we do have the internets. <clears throat> nope. Now I got a some hawk is uh, vacuuming. Um, this is what I love. You, you, hey, 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 why? <laughs> I'm not going to help uh, advertise. That I was going to say, yeah, turn that down unless I'm in it. But it's going to come up in a sec. So we got two, one, and here we go. Yeah, the dog's going to hear they hate you still. 
you can hear, listen, you can hear the mono in it. Yeah, you can. Hey, kids, do you know what it was like to watch uh, television in, in mono? I'm living on the air in Cincinnati. Cincinnati WKRP. I mean, like Gary Shandy, I think, was uh, is the guy who played Andy. Let me tell you something. Howard Hessman. I miss when people specialized in writing themes. Tim songs. Reed. Tim, Tim Reed yeah. is. Uh, yeah, he had the earring, which was back, back then. Dude, Whoa, John, the Howard, Howard Hessman said booger. It was a. Uh, it was. It was a funny show. Bailey Quarters. Lonnie Anderson was the secretary. Lonnie Anderson. Yeah. Herb oh, Tarlick was the, the ad guy. Les Nessman was the news. <laughs> It wasn't. Was it on that? I don't remember being on that long. Uh, I would. My my guess is. It I guess for four, us, to, four to five because it was in syndication. Yeah, and and I think back then it was five seasons, and and you were syndicated. Speaking of WKRP in Cincinnati, I when I went back home visited my old radio station that I used to work for. And Brian's old radio station is now called New Rock. No, that this is back then. This is a sticker from oh. when I worked there. Oh, so back then it was New Rock. It was now New Rock. It was WLUM-FM in Milwaukee. Now it's Fossil. Um, actually, I think it's called... Um, I think it's just called Rock 1021 or something. I, can't, I don't know what they call themselves. I listened to it a little bit when I was back. But, is it um, still... Is it modern? Is it new? Yeah, or? it's still kind of Q101, but Milwaukee is a rock town, so there's, there's still a little bit of... Uh, rock feel to it more like where you have out here it's very you know those two types of styles of music are very segregated so absolutely i milwaukee's still really a big metal city too right yeah. like metal bands oh yeah, yeah, yeah really yeah. well yeah. there yeah yeah through. oh yeah milwaukee actually is a great town to see any kind of music in yeah um but i mean i swear i heard about nirvana before i ever even um you know is in a rock town you know that's a lot of alternative bands used to tour you know shank hall the unicorn uh, those types of venues, rave. Those are like those small venues, the cool ones, kind of like the Metro. And I'm trying the to think Vic. of the Vic. There was one other small. There was the Vi- there was the Metro, the Aragon Ballroom. <laughs> uh, I can't remember what it was. Kind of crying. Anyway, it doesn't matter. The Metro. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Anyway, the Metro's over by uh, um, Wrigley Field, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. I think so, but man, I, yeah, it's my, been a long my time. Chicago geography is all skewed. I we may have never even talked about this, but yeah, my I'm going back 20 years to you know, working in radio and managing bands and stuff like that. So my memory is a little bit, but this is the thing. So I decided to visit. There's a couple people that still work there. The station is owned by Willie Davis, who was a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers during the Vince Lombardi years. Oh, wow. And, um, is that, he's, he always been the owner? Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, I I mean, for the time that I worked there and previous to that, they were like what was called before they switched over to like the, um, the K rock style of music. They were hot one Oh two. Um, you know, uh, (laughs) you know, Frosty and JoJo kind of stuff. Oh and, yeah, know, in the morning. Yeah, mornings that kind of you know yeah. wacky morning. Weenie show in the butt. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I worked there. I, I worked there twice. I got I got fired from there twice. Um, but <laughs> not everybody can say that. That's good. Not everybody can. It was it was good. I was brought. They brought me back a second time because I don't think they felt they fired me properly the first time. So they brought me back in to make sure that they did it the right. We want to make sure you made some yeah. more mistakes. And then they're like, you know what? And I you made mistakes. Suck. Get out of here. Oh, I made mistakes. All right. So. Um, and that's 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 fine. It was it was it was a good run both times. It's from I, I'll tell you this about the radio business. It was oh, for man. young people. I've, yeah, guys, young people, listen up. Everyone's like the radio. What the fuck is the radio? <laughs> <laughs> it's still on there. I don't think I it's don't. ever going to completely go away. But no, not with serious. Go ahead. So I went back because you know you start having kids. It's twenty. You get you get to like a twenty year mark in anything you've ever done in your life. You kind of go. You look back on it now and you're like, I remember those times, right? So I. Um, due to a previous marriage, divorces, moving, all this stuff, getting fired multiple times from jobs, 
I lost pretty much any most of my documentation of like pictures and all that kind of stuff. I mean, working there, I worked. I did morning drive twice at that radio station, both times when I got fired there. Afternoon Meaning drive, two, two separate uh, chunks of time, not just. Yeah, two they times. were both yeah. alternative. I did think it was cool. The second time I got, I, I went back in. They actually brought me back in to shut the radio station off the air and then start a new format. So I was the oh, guy. You were the first. So I got the- to be brought in. And so what I did, and it actually was written up in Billboard magazine because what I did was I was just playing the regular music. The uh, the last song came off. What we were doing was we were kind of morphing. Are you familiar with the the old radio station WXRT in Chicago? Yeah, WXRT used to have the Grateful Dead Hour on yeah. Sundays, and they would play chunks of live shows, and they would do like jazz. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we weren't going to go that far, but XRT <laughs> was cool. Like they yeah. played cutting edge music along with classic station, rock. And, yeah, but yeah. I don't know what they do now. It's been so long since I've been there. Yeah, but but the general concept was that. Um, the the new rock one that had fired me was pretty much a tight alternative top forty. They just played a certain amount of music over and over and over again, and we were going to branch out and be a little bit more eclectic, if you will. You know, I will. So they br- <laughs> so they brought me in. Uh, they rehired me, and uh, I was doing afternoon drive at the time, and I, I played whatever the last song it was before it was time to shut it down. Uh, you don't remember the last over. song. Like what, what type of uh, song I don't. I have it? it on tape somewhere. On tape, know. great. I'll go get a tape. It is there. on tape. Jesus That's back when Christ. you did things on tape. Yeah, and we had what's called cart machines. We did have computers yes, by then. I've seen the cart machines. Yeah, yeah. we uh, towards the, the the final run of my uh, radio career, they they got the uh, the CRT monitors, the old Ooh. computer monitors in there, <laughs> and there was the internet. And of course, the first guy in overnight was like, "You guys, I, I bookmarked a bunch of porn for you guys." Like immediately yeah, when the course, internet came on, was the first thing people did with yes. the internet was like, "Wait, I can see naked pictures yeah. anytime I want." I'm liking the internet. <laughs> Everybody had odd. My, my whole thing, too, was like, wait, I can communicate with people. Like, the email was the first thing I saw that I was like, wait, what? I can send someone an email and I don't have to, like, talk to them? It was really kind of, I was like, ooh, I like, I, I immediately liked email. I still remember, and it was the guy that was a sales manager at New Rock 1021, Dan Manila. I'll never forget this. He called me over to his house. He was so excited. He had one of those old um, Apple computers that looked like basically a helmet that you put on your head. I forget. They were like the Apple <coughs> One or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he was like, I need you to show you something. It's this It's this thing. It's it's called the internet. And he was like, he goes, he shows me. And, <laughs> this and, and thing. There's no, and, and it was such an infancy. It was all words. Yeah, it was exactly. No- exactly. I mean, how, how are you supposed to comprehend <laughs> the internet well, when you've never heard of it before. Like, I apparently did not comprehend anything technology wise because when I was in junior high school, we still did we still had typing class. Oh yeah, and me I too. remember grade. they had just introduced computer class with uh, DOS or whatever it was, where you had to you know you had to you had to type in like five thousand words in order to just turn the damn thing on. Oh yeah, yeah, you had to like, code it yourself <laughs> basically. You're like HTTW backslash backslash four five five yeah. And I'll never forget being in typing class, and one of the computer guys was like, "No, this is the future." I'm like, you don't know what you're talking about. That looks stupid. Yeah, dude. You can take your weird game yeah. and you can... I, I'm using a typewriter <laughs> over I'm using a word processor over here, okay? I think I know what's going on. That uh, was... But you know what? I mean, honestly, there, I, I think there was even a, a, an episode of Seinfeld where they go... They, they, they work the show backwards and they go to like years before and he's like, have you heard of this thing called the internet? Like nobody... Like the idea of it would be so insane. Like if you went back in time and told somebody, showed someone your iPhone... From like 1985, you know what I mean? They'd be like, "What? What? What's going on here? What is happening?" Like, it, yeah, I, you know, I was also, but I wasn't a video game guy though either. Um, I was, I mean, I wasn't only only because I people would, you know, people disappeared. Like it was like the first coming of the apocalypse. Like people disappeared. Everybody used to play outside, oh, and then the yeah, invention yeah. of when Atari showed up with Space Invaders, you saw kids in the neighborhood that played outside all the time. 
they just disappeared and they never came out again. Like they became <laughs> the first generation of gamers. And I never was. I didn't get it. I couldn't do that. I still wanted to play baseball and golf and football and all those things that I was doing. And but there were certain kids that given the opportunity to get out of all that outside activity, they were like, see ya, Done. wouldn't want to be ya. But also, I mean, that just goes to show that everybody's brain is different. Everybody works Correct. differently. You know what I mean? But yeah, I because I played video games. Like I, when we got an Atari, we got it late. We got we got everything kind of late. Like you know, everyone had an Atari, and then yeah, we got one months and months here. later. Yeah. And it was like everyone was like, "Yeah, dude, you can have all these shitty games." And like people would just give us games. They were over it. Yeah, but but just just certain games. So like, I don't know if you ever played ET. There's like a documentary about how it's oh, supposed how bad to be. It it's is. Supposed, yeah, they buried them on the. By like to be one of the worst Atari games ever, and uh, I was like, I won it in like twenty five minutes or something. I was like, oh, <laughs> dude, um, but this is before I knew it was like supposed to be shitty because <laughs> everything was a block. Like it was just weird, you know what I mean? It was, but so after when the games got more intense and like as they became more, I was like, no, I can't do this. <laughs> That was almost immediately. After Sonic the Hedgehog, I was out. I was like, yeah, <laughs> I'm done. Yeah, I think the last system I bought before I stopped until you know I met my my, my wife and uh, and got kids with video games was Sega Genesis. It was yeah. the last yeah, game yeah. that I bought. And I would only play Madden, and I played a, I, one of the baseball games. I can't remember. ML, whatever the MLB baseball yeah. big game was. I would just play home run derby. That's all I'd ever do. I'd just keep hitting home runs because you could just do alone. it over and over. You didn't yeah. have anyone to play with? Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's fun. Um, so anyway, back to the thing. So the computer was in the studio, and we were just moving over to technology. I should know, but like I said, it is somewhere on a cassette tape somewhere, which I should probably pretty soon before all these things melt. Yeah, but I'm just I curious probably... the difference of style, too, and like what it was. Did you go like what, like metal oh, the no, country? No, it wasn't or... that extreme, but you had to be dramatic. Here's the thing. In, in radio, when you're changing formats, and like basically every city has their kings of, of, of their, that market. And in our market, it was the rock station. It was Laser 103. They were the kings. They were always the winners. Laser and you had, 103. Yeah, you had KLH was the classic rock. And then at that time, I think KTI was the top 40 station. So they were all ahead of us. All of them were ahead of us. We were kind of like the little tough fellas. They're always trying to punch our way out of the box. The first time around that I worked there, we actually did really well. But you know, obviously, things had changed a little bit. And Laser was incorporating some of what the new rock station was doing. So then they were like constru- they're struggling again. So... It was like, okay, we're going to do this. You got to make a big splash. The market's got to be excited about it. So you can't just like flip it and then just start a new station. Some yeah, people do. I was going to say, can't you just be like, uh, you could. That was Hank Williams Jr. And now for Slayer. Like, <laughs> some people do that. They'll do it like in the middle of the night and stuff like that. And you'll wake up the next morning with absolutely no announcement whatsoever. And your talk station yeah. is now. Or your rock station. That happened to me in Illinois a bunch of times. I'd get up, get in my car, go to, getting ready to go to high school and be like, what is this now? Yeah. Like this was like I was listening to like Bon Jovi last yeah. night, and now I'm listening to. Usually, the big shockers are when they fire morning shows because they don't tell you, and you turn on a morning show, and you're like, "Who the fuck yeah, are these people are talking?" These guys like, and they don't give you like, "We're the guys now." Yeah. Like, oh, and it's take always me a, a little bit high energy, whack too wacky when they first get on the air, right? Well, that's just morning radio in general. Mm-hmm. I don't know where that idea came from. Uh, just, you know, just trying Coffee. to be up. Yeah, just yeah it's basically that's all it is. You're just up. getting amped. I will tell you, you get up at 3, 30, 4 o'clock in the morning, you go into work, you have to do your research, you get your research stuff in there, and you have to be ready to be on the air and perky at 5 a.m. to talk to people. So I think there's that, that's kind of what happens. You don't, you don't ease into it. You don't like right. be like, you're not sleepy from 5 to 6, and then at 6, you're like, all right, here we go. Maybe some people are. But anyway... I don't remember what song it was that I stopped, and I got I got off the air. Or I mean, I, I I got out of the song, and then I just started like rattling off like just insane types of music. Like, am I coming up next? And I was just like, just made up a bunch of like random 
crazy music that was never going to be played on the radio station. And then I had a guy, uh, a guy that I had hired years before. He was a, he came, I had him come running in like out of breath, be like, Brian, Brian, you're never going to believe what happened. I'm like, what? And I just cut the, I just, I literally just turned off the radio station and it went silent for a second. And what I had done was I recorded our receptionist as if she was on, that you were now on hold. And she was like, please hold. We'll be back with you momentarily. And then I looped every version of the girl from Ipanema that I could find and played that for a half an hour. Yeah. Blues Brothers Elevator. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I looped that for half an hour with every five minutes having her go, please hold, please hold. We'll be back with you momentarily. You know, all that stuff. And it was driving. And the funny thing is people calling in because I mean. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because they were like, what's going on? And see, to me. That was probably one of the coolest things I had ever done. Because if you think about it, like people don't understand. It's different for podcasting because we're doing this. We record it, and then we put it up. Lock and we don't, tape. Yeah. So when you're in radio, every time you crack the mic, I mean, you're talking to thousands upon thousands of people at, at one time. It's not interactive per se, but you know that they're out there, and you know that you're listening to. So um, this one had gotten leaked out that this was happening. So I knew that a lot of people... We're paying attention, including all the competitors. And somebody, I had friends of mine that worked at the other radio station. They told me later that it was really funny because they all the program directors of the other radio stations were, knew that something was happening, but they didn't know what we were doing. So they all were listening, make, making all those guys listen for a half an hour to the girl from Ipanema over and over and over again was kind of funny, right? Hence the reason why I made Billboard Magazine when I did it. And then we just popped back on with the new thing. I think we played uh, Hendrix. Uh, the uh, oh, national, the national anthem. anthem, yeah, sign and on. then and so we signed back on with the national anthem. Which from Hendrix don't remember that, but TV used to go off the air. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was doing a lot of like, yeah, yeah, you know, nods to stuff, right? Yeah, you know, back then people got the nods. Yeah, and anyway, and then we just came back on with the with the new format, and you know, you start out with your new stingers, which is the what the station identification is, and you come on, and boom, you just started playing, you know. But it was cool. It was kind of fun. My guest tonight on Radio <laughs> DJ anyway, Stories. I guess the reason why I'm telling you that is because I had some serious impact at that. I was I was a part of that station. It was the first time alternative radio had ever been in that market, and Ooh. I grew up wanting alternative in that market. I was an alternative. I was a new wave punk. I wore the black trench coats, and I ah. for a short period of time I had a skull cap. Like I yes. did, I did all the. Where are these photos? <laughs> they don't exist. Oh my God! Trench coat and a skull cap, yeah. dude. I didn't know. So, I didn't know. I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah. I right. gotta go. <laughs> this podcast is over, dude. I played. I played soccer in high school. You should know. So I listened to the. Dude, cure the soccer players at my high school sold and did cocaine. Well, I mean, again, you're in, you're in Warrenville, so I was went to school in Wheaton, and then <laughs> none of the kids on the soccer team were from Warrenville. They were all Wheaton kids. Oh, okay, fair enough. So anyway. Um, I felt like I'm going to go back and get some pictures. Nothing. Nothing exists to me. There's one. They had one photo left, and it was me in London staring at the Big Ben. That's it. It's Parliament, Big Ben. I can't yeah, get left. That's it. Not, I'm not like nothing radio oriented. And then she's like, "Well, you can have a sticker from back then." So basically, I visited, which was a great. It was great to catch up with everybody. But I got a sticker, and mm-hmm. I got mm-hmm. one photograph of me that could have been taken at a family vacation. Right. <laughs> it was not. It has no. There's no fingerprints of having worked at that radio Here's station. Here's me. I used to work at a radio station. This is you in Hawaii. What and is this? Dude, you want to feel old? Uh, not you know, any older than I already do. Go, no, thank you. The, the thing about it is that... I, so we walk around the radio. Now, I didn't work at this specific location, but we walk around the radio station, and they're introducing me to like the new radio DJs and the program director. And they're like, he worked here 20 years ago. He, he, used, to, he used to be pretty important around here. And they're like, okay. And you just like... 
you realize well, you, you, I'm like my care? dad of like my dad would tell me stories about like no I used to matter like I was I you know when I did things and you're like uh uh you have no point of reference <laughs> and you're just like yeah uh-huh, uh-huh. okay sure you did yeah I mean I, it's like my kids <clears throat> me if I tell my kids I, I'm like kids I was on this radio station they're like whatever dude I don't care you know what though here's here's something interesting if you just tell your kids something. Yeah, maybe they don't care. But like my dad, like there were certain stories that he told us about like kids in his neighborhood or teachers he had at this Catholic school. And within those stories were whole like kind of act outs and like, you know, punchlines and and just really goofy shit that stuck with you. Like me and my brother would talk, like he had this teacher brother Sloan who would just like, as soon as he heard a noise, would just come through the, and just whap, you know, because they still hit kids, like really hit kids back then. And and like he just had a bunch of stories like that that were just captivating no matter how many times he told them. So it wasn't, it wasn't him saying like, I used to matter. It was him going like, yeah, I when I was in school, this is what went on. And we were like, holy shit, that's right. crazy. And it always made us laugh. But he would do the same thing with like, We'd be talking about commercials or something that we saw, and he would just start talking about like old weed, like old Wheaties commercials, like <laughs> when the songs he was like the songs didn't have to. There was no catchy. It's like, have you tried Wheaties? They're whole wheat throughout the land. Like that was <laughs> we're like boring, but that, but that totally stuck with us. Just the way he told the story. So I mean, maybe spice up your. I used to be a radio DJ, and then name some people they know that might have you might have met or. Well, yeah, well, that's not going to happen because it's, you know, there really was nobody from 20 years ago that uh, I can tell them all about Soul Asylum. I'm sure they'll be happy to hear all about Run that. away a train of a common back. <laughs> I mean, we do have satellite radio now, so they, <clears throat> but I don't think they even play that Dude, song Dude, get a Pandora Soul Asylum channel. I've tried to force them. I have. I've You've tried to you force Soul Asylum on your kids? No, I've tried to oh. force them to listen to me on the radio, but because they know we do podcasts and they've seen us do the podcast... It, to them, the it's the same is, thing. They're like, gone. you do that stuff in the basement, dude. That's not that impressive. No one cares. No, Your they don't. friend is down there. He had a heart attack last week. They're <laughs> <laughs> like screaming down here. Yeah, they don't, they don't care about any of that stuff. But speaking of screaming, I just happened to today finally watch Ben Affleck on that, oh, Bill, that Simmons. Bill Simmons thing. Yeah. And I got to be honest, it was painful to watch. I had heard about it, but I didn't really it know. It was weird, man. And I kept looking at him, and I was like, "This is weeks old at this point." Yeah, I know, <laughs> yeah. but I just have. But I, but but my my yeah. point is that like, not everybody has HBO, so a lot of people may not have seen it. But oh, the internet though pretty much covered. No, it. <laughs> no, there's we we just we just it found was, out about the internet. Yeah, it's been all over anyway. The I just watched place. it. I I it, it was I couldn't even watch it. It was unwatchable. Well, I felt bad. That's what I'm saying to you. I, I, I got bad. I got halfway through it, and I was like, "Yeah." Did it make you feel uncomfortable? Oh yeah, man. Yeah. See, that, and then I was, was, you know what I did immediately when I watched it. I was like, "Have I ever been like that?" And then I start like thinking about any moment that I would have ever had the thick tongue, drunk, and thought I wasn't drunk. Oh, dude, have you, you've had to have had those. Are right? you kidding me? Are you kidding? No, no. From- where you didn't, where you didn't know you were drunk. Age fifteen to like thirty five, man. Like age fifteen to yesterday. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't even until yeah. I just, I, I've always known like you get when I get you know when you get drunk or at least when I get drunk, I get a little bit mouthy and I get a little bit like ah, my opinion is more important than everybody else's. Listen, I'm smart, but then like, always, always the next day I'm like, oh, you idiot! Why would you say that? Like. I dissected his thing, and if you noticed, his his glass of water was empty, and Bill Simmons was full, which means he pounded that glass of water. So I ask you, as a former druggie, was a he? Former druggie. Well, you know the yeah. way you talk about it. I'm saying yeah. it's half sarcastically. Yeah. But would that be drinking, or was he on something else? 
Uh, well, or could he have been on nothing? Or could he have been taking something that makes his mouth dry and drinking it, which is what fucked him up? There, there was someone had mentioned that it looked like he had Botox, and he did look puffy, he, right? And if he looked puffy, like I, I, I seriously doubt. And now I don't know Ben Affleck anyway. at all. I don't know his what his demons are. What his you know to me, he's got it all. He's playing Batman. I know people are hating on that shit, but you still you're like. The paycheck is okay, and fuck all you guys. You know he's I mean? actually better than people give him credit for. Oh, well, I thought he was. First of all, I thought he was great as Batman. I had no problem with him. Neither as Batman. I. And I, I did work justice. on a movie with him, and I did watch him direct, and I did watch him do what he does, and he does know what the fuck he's doing. So, yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I can look, say he's, that he's a, won an Academy Award. Yeah. Uh, for at yeah. least right. He doesn't need us. He doesn't need that. us yeah. telling him that he's good. But, but he does have us. But in the same, we have the same time. Like I would, I would highly doubt. I mean, he came from to do that interview. He flew from the set of the the dawn of the next Batman movie. So, I oh, I, I don't I don't think of... he was coked up or anything. Do you know what I mean? But his, if your face is that tight and your jaw's kind of weird, like that would be my first assumption watching you on TV. You know what I mean? But if he, like you said, if he took a private jet, probably maybe he had a couple cocktails because, like, maybe a sleep it, thing it, and maybe yeah. And in in my head, like if you're going like. If you're Ben, like if if you're me or you, like we're pretty comfortable talking sports. Like if I went on ESPN or MLB, I would be excited to be on. I'd be really excited, but I would be able to. If we were talking about the Cubs or we talking about the Blackhawks, I would be able to hold my own and talk about sports with those guys. Do you right. know what I mean? Like, yep. <clears throat> and I'm sure, and I wouldn't be that nervous to do it. You know what I mean? I would be like I said, it'd be more exciting than it would be any kind of nerves going on. Whereas Ben Affleck probably is like, yeah, I'm going to talk about. He's going to ask me about Tom Brady. I've yeah, fucking, and he's on the plane talking to his buddies and having a couple cocktails, and then he gets on. He's like all you know, confident. And he's had this conversation, and and it, and and it's almost like almost partway through, you can sense that he's like Jesus. Maybe I'm overdoing this. Like, I, I don't know. It was a weird. It was weird to it watch. Weird. It was uncomfortable. But I mean. Look, he's a he's a passion. Say what you want. He's like a passionate New England fan. Like, I, you no, I didn't like it. Don't like it. It's just, I wasn't but, mad at him. It right, was just right. uncomfortable. It was just weird. Yeah, yeah. And him to go on and, and that many f bombs. I get it. It's HBO. But he was just like, you fucking want to deflate you motherfuckers. <laughs> You're just like what? <laughs> also, like Tom Brady set out a whole season. You guys went eleven and five. Like, don't worry about it. You'll be yeah. fine. Like everything. He's gonna miss four games. You'll win the Super Bowl. Speaking of, you'll find another way to cheat. <laughs> Speaking of other things, uh, we saw a Ghostbusters last night. Oh, is that the movie we're stepping into? What's that? Is that yes, the movie yeah. Took the kids to Ghostbusters. They nice. decided to uh, bump it up a notch. Um, Your our, kids. Our uh, one quick thing, real quick. Our our past guest. Uh, Nate Cordry is in the movie. Oh, sweet! That's Good a little, that's a little treat. All right. So um, we were chatting with him. Well, we were using his pool, and, um, and Brian, he, the leechy neighbor. Yeah, I, I kind of am. Do my well, podcast. Let me let my kids swim in your pool. Yeah. Well, when it comes to when it comes to uh, hot weather in California, Oof, I'm going to yeah, ask you. I, normally, pool, I'm like, you know what? Yeah, he, that's that's totally what people do. Yeah. I'm not the only one that does that. Anyway. Um, he did say he's like, oh, you should. This is a type of movie he recommended seeing the movie in 3D. So we oh, go, cool. 3D was. Oh, I, I heard the effects were actually uh, were really good. Yeah. So we um, uh, <laughs> we we uh, uh, couldn't find tickets anywhere uh, for 3D. Tickets are oh, available for oh. regular 3D was sold. Is it, that was, was it, 3D it was opening IMAX night. or just 3D? No, I wasn't going to do IMAX. There's certain things I'm like I can't. I've had uh, I, you that know, also doesn't seem necessary. I've had vertigo. Movie, I, I don't need oh, to. Yeah. I don't need to spiral out of control completely. You you know you were there. Um, so <laughs> no, I was working. Well, yeah, <laughs> for me. Um, so the uh, uh, 
So they decided we get there and they decide they want to upgrade to 4DX. Are you familiar with this whole new concept? Uh, I, I, I mean, it's rocking chairs and and oh, and they spit I in saw, your face water well, and they oh, blow really? air and they don't. No, someone doesn't come over and spit in your no, face. No, but, but I mean, there is there water? Is there? There are. There's mild water gags, but like like a spritzer, not not and not like a not like a Three Stooges spritzer. Right, I mean, right, like right. very yeah, very little bit. Clown. Yeah. Well, we saw that we saw the Martian. Um, me and Nicole saw the Martian okay. in chairs that move okay. and vibrate, which immediately in my head was a terrible idea because he's hurling through space for a lot of the movie and he's getting blown up. Like it's just too much. It was just too much. So well, it wasn't a Tommy Lee drum set spiraling circles. No, oh, yeah, right, yeah. right, 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 <laughs> right, right. Um, so anyway, they wanted to go up that. I will. I will say. Um, since they're not an advertiser, I don't necessarily if it, it was worth the ticket price. It was twenty eight bucks a ticket. And I don't. But you're, the that, kids loved it. Yeah. I was like, I was completely indifferent. I would say you're the only adult, cool though you could watch no, that movie. But I will on say the only the only cool thing though was I don't care about like the the rattling roller coaster seats. The coolest part was the seats actually move when the camera moves. So if you have a sweeping oh that's cool. camera shot, you kind of seat dip down. moves with yes. And I thought that was really cool. Like that was very interactive. That, that's like the rides they have at Universal yes. now. Where, yeah. yeah, that's cool. So that was cool. Yeah. Um, and anyway, but, so the movie starts, and they start playing commercials. First commercial, Rob Corddry's for oh. Ballers. Second commercial, Aaron's in it for the new uh, Kevin James nice. thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Then obviously the movie comes on, and then they comes on, and we're just like, and the kids, you know, the kids obviously have met all these people, and the kids are like, it all of a sudden sinks into them by the time Nate shows up. Like, oh, this is kind of cool. Like, we well, know, we know people. people in this movie that our friends are going to talk about in school because they all saw it this <laughs> weekend too. They don't because you know, they're at an age where it's you know it's not a Disney movie show, right? And it's not another kid actor. These like, are it's your friends. These are your dad. People their dad's that friends coming that... and out of your life, mm-hmm. and you've never really you just swept in this guy's pool, and here he is on the yeah, big screen yeah, exactly. in this movie. So fine, in a movie that they gave a shit about, right? Right. They could see the, them in other things, but. They'd be like, whatever. I don't know what that is. You're right, watching. Right, is that right, a home right. movie? What is that? Right. But if it's something they're like, we yeah. care. Yeah. Have your kids seen the original? Yes. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. They're big fans of Ghostbusters. That's oh, cool. why that's what we went on the first night. Nice. Anyway, it was uh that was pretty funny that uh that, that That's happened. great though. I mean that's good for those guys. That's a classic Hollywood anonymous moment where I you watch something, you go, I am the most anonymous person within that group of people. Like oh, yeah. by far. Like you realize like where you stand in the business when I don't. A big I lay down. summer the movie that's coming me. out. Yeah. And obviously, if they're advertising, you know, ballers, and I keep forgetting what the Kevin James show is called. It's but, called uh, Kevin Can Wait. Kevin Can Wait, yeah. So if they're. Um, Which is a play on words. Um, yeah. Oh, it is. Is it Kevin Can Wait? W E I G H T? Heaven Can Wait. Play it's his on words. What they're it's doing, it's wait. a play on Heaven Can Wait. I know. Which knows dude. nothing. I went the other way with it because I was trying to be a little more clever. I think we both are pretty clever in that conversation. <laughs> so overall, mm-hmm. yeah, decent summer movie. Good. That's that's all I could say. I mean, is right. it the greatest movie you ever going to see? No, but Absolutely usually not, dude. How could it usually tempo the movies? Movie. There's yeah. some good. I the funny thing is, there's a a clear line between the humor that my kids like and that I like. You're I like subtle shit. Yeah, I like subtle yeah. throwaway lines <clears throat> and humor. And, and they like all the are, basic stuff. Yes, they're they're, they're all great. A-game. So all that all that subtlety, you're right, is a lot like. And to me, that say what you want about any movie, but when you can go to a movie at your age with children that are your children's age, 
and they're laughing at some shit and you're laughing at some shit. That's like parents watch SpongeBob with their yeah. kids because there's some shit they laugh at at SpongeBob that their kids are like that wasn't funny. Yeah. Like, oh no, oh no, yeah, it was. That was definitely funny. And and I think that that is a that's a hard piece of entertainment to make. You know what I mean? There's really like you you're either like I wrote this movie for you know this is an R-rated movie and this is it's got a plot that's R-rated whatever. But to to make something that both. You know what I mean? That the two different generations can two, get. Yes, yeah, extremely are, different are la- generations. Extremely different, and laugh and laugh at, through the movie is. I think that's a that's a triumph or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> triumph might have been a bit, bit much, but no, it was fine. It was inspirational. The um, I I, he, I I will say that my oldest son kept asking me what I was laughing at because he was mad that he was missing stuff because he believes that he's 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 he trying to he come knows. over to the other side, yeah. so he thinks yeah, yeah. he's. He's on the other side he's now, like, so he yeah, should be getting yeah. all that stuff. What just happened? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I should have got that right. Like that's how it goes. I will tell you, there, there's a, and this is not really a spoiler, but there's a scene in there that's all about middle fingers. And if you know anything about little kids, oh, that was man. like that was the takeaway. That's that's and the movie. what the guy did with his middle finger is now being done at our house. All the no, uh, he blows. Oh, uh, don't, 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 oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, I'm just saying, like, he does a bunch of different things, Stuff. all sight gags that the kids are going to be like, oh my god. But they would have seen those gags in about two weeks on a playground anyway. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, now they are. Well, now you're going mean, to see. Just, I just feel summer. like eventually an older, you know, an uncle does something, and then a kid's like, fuck, goes to school and then does it, and like, you know what I mean? I don't know. Anyway, so the movie was good. Yeah, that's are good. You going to see it? Uh, I I mean when it comes on HBO or whatever I'm not gonna I'm not gonna rush to see it I so you, you don't I, the, there's the, not certain movies that you would have to see in a movie theater versus just seeing on TV uh you know I'm less likely to see remakes in general uh in movie theaters okay. I feel like you know I saw Ghostbusters in the movie theater man <laughs> like I don't know uh, I guess I guess it just depends on the movie too and like you know I mean I there like you said Adam Ray is in that movie there's a lot of people I know that I, that I that I like that are in that movie, you know. Um, and, and I just what's what's funny to me is I guess like I don't f- I I try not to like uh, follow or be friends with people who are kind of over the top about certain things, you know. Like if they're like you mean like too into something? No, 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 no. If they're I mean like if they're if they're negative about something, if they're oh. like if you, if if someone is like you know anti-gay or something, I'm not going to have them on my feed anywhere. I'm not going to be friends with that person. Right. So I don't know, and I don't read a lot of YouTube comments. So I. I am not seeing people who are mad at Ghostbusters being an all-female remake. What I'm seeing, what I'm literally only what I'm seeing, are people getting mad at people who are mad and telling them <laughs> to grow the fuck up. Like, yeah. But I'm not seeing the other people. So it just seems like this weird one-sided like argument that people are like, grow up. If Ghostbusters ruin your childhood, then you're an idiot. Your parents already ruined your childhood. And it was like, or if this, it's like, I, I don't, I don't, like, I'm, I'm not seeing someone go, I, I hate this Ghostbusters remake. It ruined, it's ruining my childhood. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I'm not seeing those comments because, like, again, I'm not on YouTube reading, and I, and, and I believe YouTube is where all those kind of real negative comments live. No. But I mean, more so than Facebook, where your face I is. I bet you next we could to... find a negative comment on that WKRP video that I just uh, played early in the show. I'm sure somebody's oh. always like, I already hate it. Well, I mean, maybe, but yeah. Is that a black guy wearing an earring? <laughs> um, well, my, I will tell you. My point is, so what, it's just kind of funny to me because I'm, I'm. You're not a hype guy. If, if, well, no, one but way if, or if no one would have ever made a big deal about. 
I wouldn't have thought twice about those women being in that movie. No, oh, because they're funny. But, well, I, yes, and funny is funny. But but even if I don't think they're funny, they're mega stars. They're like I mean, Kate, you know, they're they're coming up. Like there's a couple of them that are up are. That's this is their push, yeah. and then Kristen Wiig and Melissa McCarthy—they're mega stars. Like, yeah. of course, and and they're all friends. And why wouldn't Kristen Wiig pull people in from SNL? Why wouldn't she help people the way she was helped by other people before her? Like, that just makes sense. And if you, they're all going to be in a movie together, I would have been like, oh, that's good casting. I wouldn't have been like uh, an all female. What? Like, it literally wouldn't have dawned on me until people were telling me that it was a big deal. It's and, not a big deal, though. But 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 there are women on Facebook that are saying you should go see this because it it is it supports feminism. And you did you did your part. You took your kids. Your kids love women. I, to me, it wasn't even about that. My kid. Here's no, what I will tell you: if you raise movie, if you if you raise your kids to be colorblind and like and genderblind, and and that it's that it that's not where it starts. If you don't draw those lines in the sand, listen, kids are always going to draw the line in the sand. They're always going to know. When they're a different color than somebody, or you know, they they don't look exactly somebody. When if they, they can and, see, they're going to see differences yeah, as well and if as similarities. And same thing, boys and girls. They do draw those lines on their own, but you don't need to encourage it even more to say that there's a difference when it comes to certain things. Case in point, we went to go see Gus, Ghostbusters. We did not go to see the female remake of right. Ghostbusters. Right. We all laughed at the jokes and the movie as it was. And it had nothing to do with gender roles. Now, did gender have, have a play in it? Absolutely, but it didn't matter because the same way it would have had a play if it was all is men. Funny, you exactly. Know what I mean? The same way, funny it would have been, is yeah. Funny. Maybe there were some tit jokes. Maybe there were some pussy jokes. But there, that that would have there would have been dick and butthole jokes yeah. if it was dudes. And also, my point now, what I want to say is, I just said to me, it's just a movie, and that might would have been oversimplifying. And there is there something to this movie being important with the idea that. You know, maybe five years ago, even that this wouldn't have been made. Do you know what I mean? Like this, you know what well, I mean? Well, Bridesmaids like, changed a lot, and you and I saw that movie together. And I yes. remember when we went to go see that, and we were just like, "Let's just go kill some time." We heard it might be funny. I always and liked, we were yeah. we, I like we walked Blake. out going, "This is one of the funniest comedies oh, we've dude, ever seen." I comedies. Thought, it, we didn't say one of the funniest. It was chick flicks we've ever no, seen. The funniest no, it, comedies exactly. we've ever seen. It was just a really funny movie. It was a really funny. I still think it's, it's it's such a funny movie. Like, but but my point is, there's there's something to like trying to show kids or teach kids that like how we we teach in history that like women used to not be able to vote you know what i mean that was a fucking that was an issue that was dealt with but it took a long it took too long you know what i mean it was like it took way too like long. everything it takes right too long. it's like uh really it took us that long to get on board with that but but is there something to like that being historic in the sense that again three four five years ago this movie you know the Ghostbusters they were gonna make had like Shia LaBeouf in it and a bunch of other yeah. weirdos and yeah. and it would have been it would have been terrible. I mean, there's no question that these women are on the top of their game right now and should all be in this movie. It's, it's, there's not one person that you're like, oh, you cast her? What the fuck? Like, right? There's not one of there's not one of those where there would have been if it was a if it was a dude remake. You've been like, really. This guy, <laughs> like, no matter what, yeah. But that's also because we're guys and we weren't cast in the movie. <laughs> well, yeah, you and Eddie would have been upset. I agree. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just saying, like, there could, there, there's probably more importance than I was that I was giving it. But at the same time, like, for me, I feel like, you know, I always, I, I would have never had a problem with it to begin with. So the fact that it was, it had to be pointed out to me before I was like, oh yeah, I guess this is an important thing. Yeah, no, I mean, I get all that. I'm just saying, it's like. 
what was nice is that I, when I went into the movie, I didn't care about all that stuff, and I pretty yes. much tuned it and all out. Like you did, the movie. I just watched the movie. It was yeah. either going to be funny or it wasn't going to be funny. It was either going to be good or it wasn't going to be good. It didn't matter to me. It, didn't, it didn't matter. You paid for your ticket. You were with your kids. You weren't yeah. walking out because you were with your kids. So you're going to sit through this whole thing no matter what happens. I didn't sit around going, this movie reeks of estrogen, right, you guys? Oh, my Right, God. everybody? Not another titty joke. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Are they talking bad about those dudes over there? And then all What's of a sudden, going on? they're in like movie jail. Right. <laughs> Sir, come with me. <laughs> You ever been to baseball jail? No, okay. no, man. I had a buddy I, of mine, Baxter, went to baseball jail. They, you know, because they have little holding oh, cells yeah, yeah. in the bottom of. I was kind of kicked out of Dodger Stadium once, but not, not in. Not baseball to to jail. jail. You didn't get baseball jail. Uh huh. Um, by the way, uh, uh, moving on to another subject. Mm, um, yes, uh, Brian. Brian makes I, notes now. Guys. I don't. Uh, I don't allow tagging of me on Facebook, meaning that I have to approve every photo of me that's tagged. Right, sure. That makes sense. Um, it was primarily to protect the family, but every once in a while, and thank God I do this, it also protects my look. Because I finally found Uh-oh. my fat photo from the family trip. Uh-huh. The sad dad. Oh, I got, you're I got, old. You're not young. No, no. This is... This is I just, just found it. It was from the family trip. And it was tagged, how long, and I looked how long at it. Ago? How long? I just got back from the family trip. Oh, so this this what? is current. Hey, man, I don't know. You might no, have family you. trips so I, no, every it's, year. Oh, so it got tagged. So I go through the things, and there it is. And I'm like, this, that's it. It was a game changer for me. I'm like, this is my before picture because I got to have an after after this one. Is this, this why is, you were on the treadmill earlier? You're like, yeah, I can't I hurt be myself. Fat dad. I hurt myself. But yeah, no, it is. It's it was the most I had never seen myself look like that, and I was like, it was that <laughs> that moment where you're like, oh my god. Yeah, dude, that's what my kids were saying about me. Because the adults don't tell the truth. No, they're like, what? And the, adult, the adults don't care. Adults <laughs> are like, whatever, you got fat. Who gives a shit? Like, I'm dealing with my own thing over here, man. You know what I mean? And kids will be like, boof, hey, Borky. Yep. Dude, I, 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 went, I went on a hike with some friends in Ventura, me and Nicole, and we took a, took a photo. I looked right at that photo. I was like, delete all of the... Like, I was so fat, dude. I was like, well, this something needs to be done. Something, something, everybody. Who, was, who's in? It was, it was just, I looked awful, dude. But yeah, I mean, yeah, that happened. So are you going to post the photo? Uh, no, after. I'll post it if I do something about it. Okay. I'm pretty good about laughing at myself. Like, I don't well, care nine times out of ten. Well, are laughing at you, too. So. That, well, yeah, laughing at me, not with me. That's what they always say, uh, right? Are you laughing at or with? That's, what it, that's where we get into hurting feelings. Oh, okay? yeah, we don't want to get hurting feelings. But uh, no, I just... Uh, um, I don't know. I, I get it all of a sudden made me feel weird. Well, because you know you're faced with your own mortality on a regular basis at this <laughs> at this age that we're at here, and <laughs> and then you you know people our age do just go. So you're like God, and you look at yourself being fat. And you're like, do something about that so you're not a ticking time bomb. But at the same time, I've fallen in love with with workout gear, and I wear it all the time. Yet <laughs> I'm doing nothing about it. It's a weird dynamic, hey, right? Drive like, fit champion shirts are yeah. great. I'm going to take a nap in one, yes. so I don't sweat through the couch cushions. Uh, yeah, it, went, it looked good on my Krispy Kreme this after this oh, morning. Oh yeah, delicious. Your 80 year old neighbor jogged by, and you had a Krispy <laughs> yes. Kreme donut, and I was wearing sweat clothes. The same ones I got it right now. I didn't shower today. I just want to let you know, give you a heads up. You're uh, where this is. This is party at Brian's night because. Because his family's out of time. Yeah, this is it. This is the party. We're doing a podcast. There it is. And then we're going to watch a movie. <laughs> I was thinking maybe used cars or um, have you ever seen used cars? Uh, is that Robin Williams? No, you've her? never seen it. Oh, this is great. I got a movie you can see. All right. One of the down. funniest. It's Kurt Russell. Oh, yeah. Have you uh, seen it? Uh, but not that I would remember. All right. This is good. Either that or I was thinking maybe, you know, um, 
the, the the movie, of course, that my uh, son was named after, Bad News Bears, is always a classic. It's baseball yeah, season, that's on all that the time. Out. Though that's true. Um, Let's watch The Natural. <laughs> we've seen seven, that a couple it's times. Only in our seven. House. Hour. I want to watch Apocalypse Now with a forty-five minutes of new footage. Right. <laughs> cool. I'll be here till five in the morning. Um, and maybe I'll put on my new lady pants that I bought today on accident. Don't let's not get into that. You bought on accident? Would you okay. buy a lady pantsuit? Uh, let me. I want to. I want to be me. very <laughs> lady pantsuit. I want to be very clear about what I had done we on accident. We all want you to be clear yeah. on this. What you had done on accident? So there's air I, quotes here. All people. the all the all the sports stores are closing down in the city because everything's online now. Dick Sporting Goods, which is all over the United States, they're popping up. But uh, Sports Authority is now closing. Yeah. And so did Sports Chalet, which I think is more of a West Coast thing. Sports Authority, I think, is more of a a national. So they're closing down. So it happened to be down a couple stores from uh, Krispy Kreme. So we go in there. (laughs) Perfect. And listen, when when a store closes out, the liquidators come in and take it over, and it just turns into people shopping with baseball bats. They're just knocking shit over. They're just piles of stuff. Just all over the place. So I looked at these these pants and I, these sweatpants, shorts, things, and oh, I was like, God. these look really cool. Oh, God. I asked my wife, which section am I in right now? Because it was that confusing. Yeah, no. But usually you go with colors, the right? Colors. Get knocked over. And you, you I went with colors. And everything in that area was black and gray and yeah, like black muted. Is and women wear black a lot. But it, it just, but it was also near like men's golf shirts and all this kind of shit, right? So I put them on, and I'm like, "Oh, these these fit. These are pretty good." And then we, after we check out, my wife's like, "Why did you buy capri shorts?" And I was like, "What are you talking about? <laughs> Why didn't she stop you?" Is the better question. Was she like, "Maybe I can wear them"? There, there's, there was like sweat oriented, right? So like, I just threw them up on the on the or like workout oriented. So I threw them on the counter, bought them, but it shows up in the um, receipt. It lists exactly what they are. And, and, and what gender they belong to. Yeah, it's women's capri shorts. Yeah. So, so I bought two pairs of lady shorts. Are you wearing them now? No. Are you going to wear them tonight? Maybe. Yeah, put them on. They dude. look, they, you can't tell. Oh, I can tell now because you told me, and I'll definitely make fun of it and pretend like it was a thing that I could see the whole time. Are you kidding? <laughs> you can't tell. Uh, you just told me. I can well, tell. But if I, I mean. Yeah, if I had put on like really short roller skating shorts, you would have known. Like, <laughs> I clearly had gotten the wrong pair of shorts, but <laughs> underoos. Yeah, did you ever wear underoos? No, it was too expensive in my household. It wasn't going to happen. I grew up in the youngest of seven, so that wouldn't happen in our household. Oh, can I, I can I talk about the only thing I didn't get and I refused to wear was hand me down underwear. I was like, it was of course not, not dude. What do you? Who's giving you hand me down underwear? Really? They're, yeah, they're oh, yeah. To a certain on. age, you can do that. Well, to a certain age, is a disposable diaper. You know what I mean? It's like you don't know, hand down underwear. Come well, on. you know, depending on what people's you know, my underwear financially the, uh, in their store lives. down the street, it's great. My dad used to take all the underwear and use them as rags. That's fair. I mean, gross, but that's fair. Well, you had to clean cars and stuff like that, not Thanks. to clean countertops. Yeah, I didn't think he was like is flossing that... with them. <laughs> what are these elastic? First oh, off, I, yeah, these are great. <laughs> Wasn't turning him into like uh, armbands and sweatbands for his head when he played tennis. Is that a Fruit of the Loom <laughs> band around your what head? What is that? That looks like a tidy whitey. <laughs> no, no, it's a new headband. Don't worry about it. Like it's as thin as the. It's not a headband. It's all good. Twenty love, fifty love, whatever the kids are calling it. So what were you going to say about? Uh, I was going to say, can I talk about entertainment news? Yeah. CBS is running out Angel from Hell. Okay, good. Uh, in, in a in a weird time slot, but it's like eight eight thirty eight 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 thirty. They're running them back to back on Saturday nights. Okay. So uh, this episode will come out. Um, yeah, the next the next on the twenty third of july they're gonna run my next my second my last episode or whatever before the show runs out all right so if you want to check this is that good 
It is good. It is good. One, because there were a lot of talented people working on that show, and they all now kind of... It's great. They just, they're playing it out. Like The people that care about the show will watch it. It's not going to get any new fans, and then it's going to be done. But at least they get to see it, and at least my shit gets to air, so I can say, hey... It aired. No, that's good. Yeah, and you know, because a lot of times there's, you know, when obviously we were growing up, they would make stuff, and you would, it would never, ever, ever, if they didn't like it, they were done with it. Oh yeah, they just put those things Can- canceled. Was just like you know, taking canceled was canceled. Shot. Yeah, you were done. There was no DVDs or there was no. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't live. It wasn't streaming on you no, know YouTube or anything later. But what? But to me, that's a great. That has. I believe that that has helped make better programming like yeah. there's a lot of better shows now because there's more competition and because there's all that have you been watching the, did you watch the night of well no i mean i just got around to watching the ben affleck thing you told me i was way behind on so uh, no, you this were, is the, you this definitely is were hbo miniseries right it's uh it's a short run series it's only it's a one-off right there's not did you hear that there was another one what is going on i don't know there's Okay, that's definitely those are that's not normal. Okay, just so everybody knows, if you don't hear it, somebody's shooting off. We used to call them M80s back, and it's got to be bigger than these an M80. These are bigger right? than M80s, man. They are making a big noise, man. Those are loud. <laughs> the look on your face when it went off is hilarious. Well, just so you know, we had to pause for a second, uh, and there was it was some serious explosions going on outside and freaked us out. So yeah. But but your dogs aren't freaking out. No, none of the dogs in the neighborhood are freaking out. That's, that's the so, weird thing. That's so weird. To so me. anyway, unless if, the bomb just killed all the dogs. Yeah, uh, there it is. Okay, fair enough. Only dogs. Only dogs. There's a weird uh, only dog. So anyway, the, so the night of the it's night, H, it, it's an HBO I, thing. It's it's an HBO thing. That if you read the story behind it, it was it, like James Gandolfini is credited as an executive producer. Okay. Um, he the original pilot was called like American Crime or something like that. Jesus. <laughs> Holy shit, man. <laughs> Why are car alarms not going off? Why are dogs not barking? What? And by the way, how come right after that, people aren't cheering? Like, if you're going to... What's the whole point of setting well, dude, off... Well, maybe that guy's by himself. <laughs> That's usually pretty typical, right? The loner guy? He just, like, goes out back and just... Whoosh. Well, so behind our house, it, it dips down, and there's another street down there. Two years ago, they were shooting off, like, the real ones. Wow. That's cool. Like somebody smuggled in some like serious, yeah. you know, three finger Charlies, and we're shooting them up in the. <laughs> That's cool though. It was, but you have to stand out there with a hose. Oh, just in case yeah. your lawn catches we're fire. In fi- <laughs> we're yeah. in a five year drought. That makes sense. Anyway, so G- James Gandolfini. Oh, so they did the pilot. James Gandolfini was in the pilot for like two seconds, right? Because he played the this. Did main... he die during it? He died after the pilot was shot. Oh. Okay. So they shot the pilot in like t- 2012 or whatever. And, okay. And HBO was like, "Yeah, we're gonna pass because they wouldn't change it to a short run type series." Like they were like, "No, this is a real series," and they were like, "Well, we don't." We can't make a series. They didn't want to throw money at it if it wasn't going to necessarily get a season two. So they were like, if we do a short run, nobody loses face. We don't have no one. No one expects a season two. But it was it was it, the article is interesting. But but they ended up passing, and then the guy who you know Jeremy Piven's character is based on an entourage. That guy, uh, Ari, I forget his Ari last, Gold. Yeah, but not but but Ari something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, was like I'm going to sell it to Netflix. So then, then this was back in 2012, and Netflix was like, "We want to compete with you know HBO," and that, sure. and HBO was like, kind of shaking on their boots, like, "Oh shit, now what?" And so then it all the way it went is like it ended up coming back to HBO. But years later, I mean, we're years just... later, and after he uh, after Gandolfini was already dead, because then obviously the project was put on hold for a long time, and then 
after they had De Niro signed on to play the role, and then scheduling just wouldn't allow it. And then uh, John Turturro came in, and uh, he's, I mean... So it's aired. You've seen the first yeah, episode. Yeah, the, the pilot is the pilot's aired. Okay, yeah. and you're you're liking it, is what you're saying. I, I like it. I mean, look, I like it, it's a little frustrating because, but crime, like you know, sometimes you're like, dude, just tell everybody right now what's going on. Don't <laughs> go any further into your life without stopping and at least talking to the police and going, dude, I didn't do this, but here's what happened. Like, there's just some stuff to me that's really frustrating, but at the same time. If you know how it looks, and you're like, well, they're not going to believe that, you know. So it's 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 worth watching. Okay, it, it looks like it could be gritty, like the wire was gritty, you know, like real, okay, kind of real. And and I like I like that idea, and I like John Turturro, and the kid who's in it is pretty good, and you know. So I mean, I would recommend it. And right now, Game of Thrones isn't on, so what are you going to do on Sunday nights? It, 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 a new episode comes out every Sunday night. Oh, Ballers! Oh yeah, Ballers! Ballers premieres this Sunday too. Yeah, I love that show. <laughs> yeah, I think. It's definitely you got you got to love sports and you got definitely got to love. Uh, you, you, can, I think I think it starts there. That's the core audience, right? You're going to get I me. I have in. to understand sports. Yeah, to an if, extent. If, if you if you understand a little, like I don't like football anymore, but I but you understand. But I get it, yeah. you know, and I get the mentality that they're working with, and and it's interesting. And I will watch anything The Rock does. Dude, I think that guy's great. He's had a good career. He's had a great career. He started in the Mummy spinoff, right? The Scorpion King was kind of his big movie, well, his first big movie. Out of the WWE, yeah. But that's what I'm yeah. saying. That's when his... That was the, his first, yeah, that was his first big kind of lead. And, and that's where it was like, is he Dwayne Johnson or is he The Rock? Because didn't they own The Rock? The uh, WWE... Uh, it was a WWE or a WWF back then? Uh, it doesn't matter. The bottom line is, um, what's his name? Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon owned the rights to the name of The Rock, I thought he correct? went by Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And that's how he got around it or something. <clears throat> or they, they settled. God, how, yeah, how, I'm not sure. It's kind of... He builds a persona and then can't take it with him. Yeah, it's kind of shitty, right? Well, it's like a way, character. If you do a character on SNL... Like Larry Bud Melman, right? He couldn't go... He, he had to have a different name when he went from NBC to CBS, I believe, right? Oh, really? I think so. Like, there were certain things they couldn't say anymore when they went over to the other one. It's, it's weird. Oh, Like, certain pro- intellectual talking property. Talking about Letterman, right? Yeah, Letterman. Yeah. Intellect- Sorry, I guess I should be very clear as to what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, people are like, who the fuck is Larry Bud Melman? <laughs> Oh, going back to the TV stuff you were talking about, Boom. a couple quick things that we need to congratulate Louis Anderson, Ooh, yes. Emmy nomination, um, Aaron Hayes, Emmy, Emmy nomination. Um, do you have the Emmy nominations up? Because did, did uh, Courtney B. Vance? He did. Uh, he did. Courtney B. Vance did. Why? I, I, well, I tweeted out that as soon as I finished watching the OJ thing on FX, I tweeted out that if Courtney B. Vance doesn't, isn't at least nominated for an Emmy... Uh, for playing Johnny Cochran, then maybe OJ didn't do it. Like I have no idea, and he actually liked the tweet and and favored it. It was funny. Maybe you were the maybe they were on the fence, and because and of that they tweet, saw that tweet. I mean, the Emmys were like, you I, know I what? Thought he did such a good job. Like uh, you know, it was it was a, that was a really well done program, as well as the the ESPN thing um, that they did about OJ. That was awesome too. But uh, yeah, Aaron Hayes, I. I almost, I mean, not that she doesn't do a great job, but I didn't see that coming in the sense that Children's Hospital. I don't think Hospital, she saw it coming. Right. But I will say that. And, and she doesn't mean that's in a bad way. It's just, no, it was, it's, no, 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 no. Sometimes it's a treat to be surprised. Oh, well. Versus course. expecting it or thinking oh, you may get it. Yes, dude. I would much rather have someone go, dude, you're nominated for an Emmy than someone go, hey, man, the Emmy nominations are going to come out. You should be winning for. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, what? What do you mean I should be winning? Yeah, no, I, I agree. And I think that's great and good for her, but I. The Louis Anderson one, I was like, if he's not nominated, right. the whole fucking system is rigged. Like, I mean, he has, he's going to win. I got scared for a little while because I saw all the people they were pushing. And I thought, because, you know, there is, there is a lot of that. 
for your consideration stuff going on and they do push really hard to get you know everybody's pushing to get their product in there right everybody's pushing to get their people in yep and I was really afraid that he was gonna, you know, because it's FXX or FX, it's it's one anyway. It's not it's not a major network. It's FX, though it doesn't seem like that's starting to matter anymore at all. No. Which I FX is people are actually really excited when FX buys the show because they can they are a lot they allow they, it to grow. They 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 yeah man they've they've done some good great programming. Yeah, I mean, you can't deny Sons of Anarchy, dude. That show was great. Never saw it. Oh my Sorry. god, you should watch it, dude. It'll make you want to be a motorcycle gang guy. Well. Yeah, dude, leave your family. Let's get bikes. <laughs> so anyway, I was really excited about those two things. Um, yes, yes. Dwayne Perkins has uh, his special. special. Andrew Santino just recorded his special in Chicago. That'll be out later this year. And Santino, since he's been on the show, and we may have covered this before, is that show that he was, he was the, the Jim Carrey yeah, he, comedy they, show, is that still happening? They shot. They shot already. The whole thing. So I mean, there's his, at least one season? He shot... He, I don't, I don't have that. The, you don't know. I don't okay. have the facts. I know that he was working on it, and that was a while ago. Yeah. So I, my theory is because then his hair, he cut his hair. Okay. So my theory was that that was done, but I didn't actually come out and ask. Okay. He doesn't share a lot of information. You got to ask, which is it's nice. I appreciate that. There's none. There's that, and then there's the opposite of that, which is like diarrhea of the mouth when you're like, dude, I didn't ask any of those questions. <laughs> but you know, there's also a fine line of just uh, letting me know. And then a, oh, a weird side note, um, uh, Cyrus Farmer. Yeah, dude. What? Out of nowhere. This is that classic Facebook moment. He's like, all right, we'll see you later, everybody. I'm like, see, see, see you later. He's like, yeah, uh, you know, uh, and he posts this thing about Philadelphia, here we come. He's moving to Philly? Yeah. And I know that that's where he's from, but it, it was like, I had, I granted, you know, you, families, you get busy, they go in different schools, do this stuff. All of a sudden, I was like, um, and I texted him, and I was like, we should have like a going away party or like something to see you before. And he's like, I, no, I, I don't know if you read the thing, but we're already on a plane moving to Philly. And it was like one of those weird, like, okay, but bye, man. Why did he we'll move see? to Philly? I don't know. Oh. I haven't, I haven't um, you know, I, I figured let him, because a, a lot a of people lot. did that on, you know what I mean? He yeah. kind of got flooded. Yeah. And no, I think I it caught a lot of people off guard. And it's, it's not to, you know, I'm only referring to him because I, he's a guest on the show, but everybody's had those experiences where somebody's just like, dude, where, where did you go? You're like, ah, Sorry, I moved to New Hampshire. Like, when did you move to New Hampshire? But at the same time, as what I was saying the other day, is like, who, who? I mean, that's his business. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, not everybody wants to have a big to do about things. You know, they yeah. want. They're just like, I'm. Uh, see you later. But we the the the, the people the look of offense on people's faces when who I barely know that I see at comedy shows that I see at jobs. You know what I mean? In production, whatever. Uh, I'd be like, yeah, I'll say something like I'm getting married on stage. And then they'll go, you get, you get married? <laughs> I didn't know about that. I'm like, why, who the fuck are you? Why would you know? Like, like, oh, I didn't see it on Facebook. I'm like, again, why would I, what does it matter what I put on Facebook? Like, I have 5,000 people on my friends list on Facebook. Like, you think all those people are my friends? I mean, come on. I think everybody has that moment, that, that Wonder Years moment. Remember when, when, when uh, Winnie moved away? Like in the, at the end of that show, it's like they, that, that, it's like that kid thing, right? Like somebody's leaving the neighborhood or somebody's going on to do something and you always feel that there's some finality to it. Yeah. And if you weren't really a part of the decision and you felt like you had no control over it, it affects you in this weird yeah. way, right? This weird romantic but sometimes depressing way. And I think that's where people get that from. It's like everybody has lost a friend in childhood like that yeah. moved away or whatever or just yep. didn't come to school the next day and you're like, 
Well, where's little Stevie? Little Stevie's family moved. Well, yeah. they didn't because yeah. you know, they didn't tell little Stevie. They just no. It was, well, no, I I, knew, I remember my my friend, my best friend when I was right before I started kindergarten was Frank Shimoleski. They lived like he lived in Warrenville, like you know, a little ways away, but not nothing. I couldn't ride my bike to if I had to, you know. Not that I was riding my bike around a lot of four, but like we were like his mom and my mom were friends, and then we. We hung out all the time, and then right before kindergarten started, he was like, oh, they're moving to Cincinnati. I was like, they're doing what? And I was like, uh, okay, but they stayed friends. He lives in San Francisco. We just saw him not that long ago to San Francisco. But that's rare. Giants, Cubs. It is rare. It is rare. But my mom and his mom stayed in touch. We went and visited. They came and visited. You know what I mean? So we, we did have limited contact. But then, you know what I mean? Limited contact for all those years, and then the internet. And the internet just put us right back in touch. You know what I mean? He, ended up, he was in Pepperdine when I had moved out here. He was going to Pepperdine, so like we we started hanging out. Well, not hanging out again. I went and you know got super drunk, and he drove me home. And okay, <laughs> I was hanging out, and then he was like, "That's enough of that for like 15 years." And you got then, all afflecked on him, and uh, yeah, I was like, "I'll tell you about Deflategate." <laughs> I can't feel my face. But I mean, think about this. That's the thing I think where we our generation hasn't quite figured it out yet. If you think about it. Because of Facebook, because of social networking, you can go somewhere else and you're still in touch with that person all the time. Imagine the great lengths that your family had to to go to stay in touch with somebody that moved from the middle of somewhere in Illinois all the way to the West Coast. I mean, it's... Letter writing and then phone calls at weird long, hours long because distance. long distance was a pain in the ass. Like, I've got to call them at 11 o'clock because it's 4 a.m. there. Maybe not an answering machine at the time, so the phone just rang and rang and nobody ever answered it, or the phone was busy... Right, you don't know if they ever get the letter because there was not. You're not like paying for the return receipt, like little thing. Yeah, no. well, they got it, no. certified mail. But then they would write you back. That's how you knew they got it. Yeah, that's or, how you knew. Or it. call. But I'm just saying, it's like yeah. that's a lot of work. That's why I yeah. think a lot of people are like, you know what? It was good knowing you. Fuck yeah, this shit. See you later. Right, and that's <laughs> and that's also like a downside of of the the social media thing too. Is like, oops, now anybody can get a hold of me. You know yeah, what I mean? it's like. Yeah, cool. A bunch of people I didn't necessarily want to talk to again. You know, you're not, you know, just because you met someone doesn't mean you got to be best friends forever. Well, I think I've referred to this to you before, but that's Facebook is the, the kids are kind of off of it, and yeah. Facebook has kind of become classmates. classmates dot com. Com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's and that's kind of what happens depending on the size of the school you went to. I went to one. I think it was a graduating class, like four hundred or something like that. That's a lot. Yeah. And I didn't think it was a lot. No, I probably didn't. But now. Especially with with my faded memory, the amount of people you forget, lot. yeah, the amount of people you for, you have forgotten is crazy. Like even people that I remember hanging out with, I don't remember why I hung out with them or what I did with them. Yeah. And then I was like, "Am I getting? Am I just forgetting?" Yeah. But then it's just like you have a small select group that you did stuff with all the time, and then you just had that one class buddy, yeah, that you had that that class was in common. Yeah, you and had then a couple you, of Saturday detentions together. Yeah, and then and, and yeah. you were you, cool. Yeah. But then, you know, 30 years ago. But there was by, no, hey, like, what are you doing? You yeah. want to go grab a beer later? Yeah. Yeah. And that's the, hard, that's the hard part about, like, reconnecting online and kind of knowing. But most people don't get psychotic. I don't know if you've had that. But most people, like, it's been my relationships with, with people from high school, even people that were like, uh, we both think we know each other, it's very passive. Like, no one's gotten to, like, hey, remember that one time or, like, made anybody feel uncomfortable. Yeah. So that's the good part about it. Yeah. Leave that to the ex-girlfriends. Okay. <laughs> Didn't I, already, I told you that story before. About the ex-girlfriend that was like, you're not commenting enough on my comments. And, oh, my, yeah. and my, my buddy from high school was like, aren't you glad you added her to your, uh, your social networking? <laughs> Probably worked out really well for you, right, buddy? Yeah, commenting on my comments enough. Ah, for God's sakes, it happens. By the way, speaking of that, dude, 
Do you? I, I get. Um, I thought I thought you had connected it as well, but the um, my phone is connected to our Twitter account for um, Hollywood Anonymous, and every once in a while we get these. It shows anytime anybody likes or or you know joins or whatever. You know how Twitter works, dude. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. So I get, I'm getting all the notifications. Uh, yeah. Um, but one of the notifications. Uh, when I'm one of them, a lot of them are are I don't know if they're spam bots or porn bots or yeah, something like that. A lot but of they, them are, but they're liking they, stuff. They like stuff, but and they then do you go that to just their... to get you to look at it. And then it's a, yeah, it's a chick with big boobs, and she's like, yeah, it's just a picture of her cleavage. I've seen following no one. Yeah, exactly. She's they're good. not. No one's following her. They tweet nothing. It's like it's so weird. Private me or whatever the the new yeah, lingo they want, is. They want you to like. Uh, they want you to look at their videos or something by through another website that costs money. <laughs> Here's the funniest one though. So. I, this one I can't figure out. This one borders because I wrote something. On, I'm not a big Twitter guy, but I wrote something on my Twitter account and it got liked. And I looked at it and it was a pair of tits had liked it. And I was like, all right, this doesn't make any sense. But it was a plain joke. It had nothing to do with kids. So right. I was like, all right, whatever. I'm being, I'm being spam botted. But I go to the page and still only like two followers. And I, I start looking down to see how legit this person is going, probably not legit. The, and, and I get down to, they made one tweet, but it was something generic. And then they retweeted a bunch of stuff from an elementary school. What? And then I'm like, <laughs> what is going on? And then I start doing like young detective. I'm like, wait a minute. Oh, is this the mom's this other is. life? And then I'm like, if it was, why, why would, would she, she draw attention to her boobs with <laughs> fucking tweets? Why is she about, Guys, the PTA meeting, three o'clock. <laughs> Tweet. Ice cream social. Look at my titties. But my, my point is like, why are they re- like of all you? First off, you should be retweeting dudes. They're they're the ones that that, that they're like flies to lights with your breasts. Yeah. Why is she? Why is it whoever this person is? But they why are you retweeting three different times stuff from an elementary school? Why I mean, to me that like you said that is that is a, a spam bot that just picks up whatever frequency, however the coding works, whatever that is. It's just like. Oops! It got its, you know, it's got it's got its wires crossed, and it, and it's gone to an elementary school. It's just retweeting stuff like that until it figures it out, and then it'll go back to like dick pics and whatever else it's got going on. <laughs> Jesus, I have to be careful with that stuff because one of the dick ones picks? that we had, yes, yeah, no, but one of the ones that we had, um, if I ever call that stuff up on the phone and you click on it, like some of the like one of the ones we had, uh, uh, you had started a conversation about none of us winning Emmys or whatever, and one of them, there was got yeah. a fairly a decent amount of likes on it, so I was just seeing, like, oh, we're getting some new listeners, right? Right. And I click on the first one, and then it, I, I, it wasn't boobs in the picture, and then I scrolled down, and like, vagina, and I was like, okay, if the yeah. kids are, are, my kids are starting to get that look over the shoulder thing. Right, right, right. What's that, daddy? Yeah. It looks like a roast beef sandwich. <laughs> Don't worry about that, son. <laughs> uh, while I'm thinking about it, uh, happy birthday to Brack Hildreth. Oh, yeah. Longtime uh, listener, uh, never called. You're a never caller, Brack. Well, how is he supposed to call? Come on, we're live to tape. Do we have a. No, dude. Okay. We don't have a phone number, do we? No, we for just emails. Yeah. We, we, haven't, we haven't been reading any of our uh, um, listener emails. I think we may have gotten another one and I forgot about it. Oh, so, really? I, yeah. thought, I, th- I usually thought I got a notice. Hey, by the way, with the All-Star game, those uniforms are kind of cool this year. I don't know if you liked them or not. I, I don't, or... but everyone else loves them. Why don't you like it? Because I hated that Padres team. Well, I, yeah. I hated I, that Padres team. For man. many, well, you better not say that. We got, uh, you know, a, as mean, a teaser, we got some really cool stuff yes, coming up in the yeah, future on this show. I mean, show, they were so. great. Uh, the Padres organization treats me well now, but... Owned by Ray Kroc, 
who uh, uh, McDonald's. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, they crushed the spirits of the uh, of the Chicago Cubs. Yeah, man. Nineteen eighty four. Yeah. Yeah. Before Leon Durham, before Bill Buckner was Leon Durham, he had the same thing happen to him. Really. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and Steve Garvey was was my nemesis Steve for a long Garvey, time. Steve Popeye he, arms because he was could have just done you know been done in you know L A and been like wow what a great career and everyone I'd still be like oh Steve Garvey what an L A legend but nope he went to San Diego put and started hitting home with a, runs I was gonna say he put hit the nail in the coffin I believe was at an opposite field home run to right field was a nail in that coffin I think yeah yeah the uh, I'm trying to remember I'm gonna, I'm gonna test myself here Jody Davis catcher yes Leon Durham first base yes. Ryan Second Sandberg. base was Ryan Sandberg. Yes. Shortstop was Sean Dunstan. Uh, in 84, it was Larry Boa. I Larry think. Boa, you're right. Yeah. Ron Say was third base. The Penguin, baby. Yeah. Uh, Keith Moreland was right field. Correct. Um, oh, come on. Come on. Oh, come dude, on. Bobby he, Dernier was center yes, field. Yes, dude. My and, favorite. And left field was, um, uh, was it was it, uh, was it Matthews? Yes. Was dude, it for 84 Sarge, was Matthews, right? Sarge, that's right. Because dude. what's his name? He came or, from or, Philly. Andre Dawson came later. Yes. That's different year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The Sarge, yeah, I'm proud of myself. I remembered all Dude, that. Dude, that was that is besides Andre Dawson not being on that team. That is like my favorite Cubs team of all time. Like yeah. that was the team that I, I mean, besides what they're doing now, right? But like, no, but back then, you I mean historically they were nothing. Yeah, nothing. That team just came along and just scrapped yeah. their way through. Dude, and Bob Dernier was my favorite man. He was my favorite. He played center field. I was like, that dude is fucking awesome. I played center field until I was like realized I was too fat to run. And then they, because I could catch if I could get to the ball, I could right. catch it. But then they were like, "Hey, Chubbs, move it to first base." But this You're was nine feet tall. But if you remember back then in baseball, I mean, Keith Moreland was just a, was lumpy. Uh, dude, catchers back then, dude, um, none of those you know, guys. Jody Davis, if you was lined like... them all up and did, if you took their baseball <laughs> uniforms off and lined them up against a wall in like gray sweatpants Ron and t-shirts, like dude, they all they, you'd all be like, "All right, you fat old men, what's wrong with you?" Like. They don't like baseball players now. One just look younger. I mean, they are they're younger. Probably statistically, they're younger than they were back then too. But they just look younger now. And th- these guys back then were just. I mean, have you seen the Doc and Daryl? I just you told me about it. I, I had it uh, cued. I just started watching but it tonight. You've seen video of like pe- Davy Johnson smoking in the yeah, dugout. It's, it's like crazy. It's like the G- Jim Leland just like, <laughs> like he would just suck down a pack of cigs during a game, and it was it, just a different a different time. And like I told you, man, I ran in. I I was at spring training two years ago, and I, Jody Davis was there to sign autographs, and I'm not going to pay for an autograph because I'm broken. You had to pay for him? No. Well, yeah, they were signed. It was like a chararity thing. I just give them. They have the guys just sit there and just sign them. I said, like, spring about training? The Dodge. No, if you go to yeah. Dodger Stadium that's and left, in that's, left field, yeah, but do. that's a different that's a different deal. I'm just saying it's cool that they do that and they yeah. don't charge for them. But so I went up to Jody Davis and I was like, hey, man, I just want to say I'm a, I'm a huge fan. I uh, you're the reason I was a I was a catcher when I first started playing baseball because that's true. And he was like, dude, don't blame me for that. <laughs> And I go, I go. Well, dude, my knees started to hurt, so I moved it. I moved it to center field and then to first base pretty quick. And he goes, "My left knee hurts every day." Uh, I was yeah. like, uh, "Is he a big dude? Tall? Not, not really. I mean, I always remembered him being massive, like a really tall guy. He, he wasn't really he, tall. I mean, he was sitting down when I talked to him, so I'm not but even you sure. Can tell. I'll tell you who I did walk by that same spring training in a Cubs jersey with his first name on the front on the back, Metalark Lemon. What? Yeah, I thought he died. He did shortly after that, but I saw him. I had a I have a picture of it somewhere, the back of his jersey, Metalark. 
Uh, with like 76 or something like that, or 75, damn, I can't remember. But like, you. he was there. Uh, Jody Davis, Ferguson Jenkins was there. Fergie. <clears throat> yeah, man. I mean, he had some coke in him every once in a while. Ah, uh, right? Yeah, he was not, no, not, he, he not, was by no Cubs, not, not by the Cubs' time, but uh, before pre Cubs. He was no Doc Gooden. No. <laughs> I look forward to watching the rest of That's that. That's a really fantastic. Man, the Harlem Globetrotters were so cool growing up. I know. I know nobody really cares about them the way they do now. I think. Back then. I think. I think they do. I think there are people Not that still the way they. I mean, dude, those those guys yeah. were on national television all yeah. the time back yeah. in the day. Yeah, that's true. Their games were definitely televised. It was an event. I remember. I remember seeing them live. I was like, oh man, this is. You awful. actually went and saw them live. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I want to say like the original group of guys. Uh I'm dude. I'm like t- you know the core group. Yeah, well, I'm, I believe it was Metal Arc Lemon and Curly and Curly and the same guys that were on the Scooby Doo cartoon because oh, that yeah. was kind of what I was like. Oh my god, it's this guys from Scooby Doo! <laughs> like holy shit! <laughs> and and I want to say my grandma took us. Like there was a period of time when like my grandma knew this lady who used to take photographs of for McDonald's of the food like product shots. Oh okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she lived in this really nice apartment downtown Chicago and. My grandma was living in Arkansas at the time, but she came to visit. Maybe my parents went to Hawaii. Maybe my parents went out of town, but my grandma came to stay with us, and she took us to this lady's house, and I think we went to a circus. I feel like we watched the Harlem Globe. Maybe my mom took me to see the Globetrotters, but we went back to this lady's house, and she had McRibs. Like, they had never... McRibs weren't a thing. She was like, I took some pictures of the McRib, and I was like, what are you talking about? And we ate McRibs at her house. <laughs> I remember that. And the, but you know what? Maybe, I think I feel it was my mom and maybe another mom that took us to see the Globetrotters. But we saw them at it was at Rosemont, maybe Rosemont Horizon. Yeah, Rosemont Horizon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in Chicago. And and they did the bucket with the confetti and the pants and everybody. And the Washington <laughs> Generals got their ass kicked. And it was awesome, though. You know what I mean? They were like, it's a solid group of guys. <sighs> I get those. I romanticize about you know that childhood stuff. When people start talking, like it just brings me back. And you know the thing is, like they show a lot of classic TV. Mm-hmm. What we would have called our parents' class would have black and white, but our stuff when we were kids growing up. What I don't like though is I wish they would just play it straight through the commercials that they played back then, like the oh, whole thing. Yeah, like just what it was, but whatever that block was. They have to advertise for shit now. Yeah, but um, you know what they advertise for? Like you're dying. Oh yeah. Um, Be- do you need a bladder replacement? Yes. Do you need a walker? Yes. And I'm like, no, I don't yeah. need any of these things. Yeah. But now I don't fucking want to watch your shows because I feel horrible. Right. In during the breaks, I feel like I'm dying. That's hilarious. So I don't feel good about watching any of this shit. Well, also record it. Fast forward through the commercials. But dude. you can see, but, but the brain is picked up on that now. Yeah. So I. Yes, see all the not, stuff it's not the brain it's the tvs they the, it's the way they make them they know how many frames where to put uh, their name and their info and where so if you fast forward so it, if know. you fast forward to three two six whatever it is which i'm fine with by the way just so uh, you know you, you have to have that, in that order to, but you need it in yeah. order to get it yeah in order to get television you have to have the commercial so people should just understand that yeah it's fine but my point is how cool would it be to just Turn on a network where it just played it the way it was when you watch it. Like it would everything be awesome. from the commercials, it would be hilarious because the commercials would make you fucking. Of course, you'd laugh your, you'd laugh harder at the commercials than you would at the. You'd watch show. the whole thing. I would love it. Yeah, it's never going to happen, but I, I probably mean, does could, happen you, on YouTube. Well, I, I was going to say you can go online. I accidentally I was sending uh, this guy <laughs> a couple of clips of myself <laughs> like doing comedy, and I tried to submit a I tried to send him a clip of a new commercial I was in, and I somehow accidentally attached a clip of the Haynes. Uh, Inspector 12 ad from like one of the Inspector 12 ads that old lady would be like I'm Inspector 12 yeah, and she would yeah. inspect the underwear and the t-shirts 
I attached one of those ads and then went back and looked at the email and realized I'd shown that was the ad I sent. And I was like, I had to resend the other thing. I go, just to be clear, I was not in a 1983 <laughs> Haynes Inspector 12 ad. It was all old ladies in the ad. I was be nowhere. He'd probably be like, what is this dude talking about? That was really funny. But you can watch old commercials on online for sure. And they're... I mean, we used to hand them. We used to. I used to get the bootleg copies of all the old commercials on VHSs, and people would make copies of them and then hand them out. That's yeah. It was a whole. Now, obviously, everything again. It's all on YouTube. But that was the way. Do if you really wanted to see stuff, Bob Roarman. I'll never forget the uh, the the bootleg porn that my buddy Baxter gave us. From yeah, the classic where his friend said, "This is this is my girlfriend and her friend." Messing around, but here's the deal. She said to, I could videotape him, but I was to never show anybody. And of course, you know, I don't even know where this happened. It happened in a whole other state and they made it to us. But the best part about the video is he puts it in <laughs> and somebody had used the, the it's VHS. Yeah. So somebody had started recording over some of the stuff unknowingly. So while they must have been making a tape transfer, somebody was watching cable and was changing the channels in it. So they'd be like, they had like this, um, they were, you know, using sex toys and they'd be like, ah, ah. And then all of a sudden they'd be like, tonight on ABC. Like it, just, it would click away to that. And then it, would, then it would come back to them going, ah, ah. And then it, it would cut to a small child's birthday party. And they're like, oh. happy birthday. You're saying these weren't artistic choices. <laughs> no, you're saying this was accidental editing. <laughs> It was just, it was just, then it was like, it was no longer about wanting to watch the porn as much as like, okay, what else is going to happen on this tape? It's, uh, the times are so different back then. Oh, the Not so long ago. That that was early 2000s. Oh, God. VHS. That was back when I did, when you, if you wanted to give somebody a comedy tape, you had to submit a comedy tape. I used to buy blue, blue VHS tapes. Oh, my tape will stand out in blue. (laughs) Fucking idiot. Yeah, uh, this uh, this tape for you to send out to see if you can get seven minutes is going to cost you forty eight dollars. Oh God! Well, does that come with or without a label? With a label, it's sixty eight. You want you want a label? Oh, buddy, that's going to be another twenty five <laughs> fifty bucks. Yeah, man, headshots five thousand dollars. Like oh. now, everyone's got a camera. That's great. Everyone's everyone. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, that's well, good. This is a good one. This is a, a good catch up. It was laid back. It was laid back. We're back from Fourth of July. We're a little bit late. Apologize for that. No one cares. If well, you're still it, listening. if you think about it, we were probably doing it on Fourth of July based on the bombs that were taken. Yeah. Happy Fourth of July, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and that was a good one. Uh, yeah. Now let's go pick a movie. Uh, all right. The mandate continues. Thank you for listening to Hollywood Anonymous. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Hollywood Anani. That is short for Hollywood Anonymous. You can also follow John individually at John Huck and myself, Brian Irwin, at Brian Irwin on Twitter as well. Both of us can be found on Facebook. You can also Google us and contact us directly, HollywoodAnonymousGuys at gmail.com. Thank you again so much for listening, and please don't forget to subscribe 